0: Oh, baby, 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 here we are again, Wednesday night, week six, episode five, episode five of the pod, week six is what we're after today, Um, just real quick, I know some of you guys were were a little upset about when uh, last week's episode came out, because it came out yesterday, Um, (laughs) looking at you, Max, why don't you just fucking relax? Okay, yeah. man, chill. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a huge undertaking that we do, and um, it was like two hours long, and it was a lot of editing because we did broke it up into three different parts with the Rob interview. So relax, okay, Max. Yeah,
1: and uh, we are very reactive on this podcast, so um, we actually added on a third party. Um, you won't be able to hear him. But we have him in our ears. We have the beloved Philip Stevens, is a producer friend of ours now, and he's going to be helping out. Just that's right. Hopefully, streamline things, make sure everything gets out on time. You know, that's right. Maybe, you yeah. you guys have probably heard us um, reference him in the past. You know, producer Phil,
0: check us on that. Well, this time he's actually here in studio with us. Um, like Don said, you won't be able to hear him because he's in producer mode, but. Just want to let you guys know that this pod is going places. Our oh, yeah. our, our budget has moved up to one more volunteer. Yes, so really, we had to really we had to find well.
1: outside funding because Jeff's free agent budget is gone. <laughs> but we we found some some wiggle room and we got Phil on. Um, also, with additions to the pod for at least this episode, uh, we are going to be joined by Jo, aka J-Wow. something fruity. He's gonna join us. Um, me and him are. We actually have a potential trade coming, so we're gonna oh. kind of, you know, show y'all our discussion. Potentially make a trade, and then he's gonna he's gonna walk through some waiver wire pickups and join us for dicks with picks.
0: Dicks with picks. I
1: love it. Um. Yeah.
0: So. Let's let's go ahead and start the show. First things first, um, I I need to introduce my my lovely co-host. You guys all know him, America's uh, stepdad,
1: Dominic Colangelo. Dom, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Um, The voice is back. We're feeling nice and refreshed, so I think we can uh, get started on this on this recap. What do you think? I love it. Why don't you jump into it? So again, starting with the the number one ranked who is still number one ranked, who is still undefeated. Still. At the good boys, Robert Bobbert. He scored 95 total points. Um, And then J.O. had 73. And this is kind of a good example of this whole week. And it's just been a stinker. There was not many points scored. Yeah, and I I had
0: picked Rob to win this game, but I did not think he was going to win with 95 points. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't think anyone did. Um, going into Monday Night Football, I think the score is around the same. He basically needed Mike Williams and Cortland Sutton to shit the bed, and they did just that. They each got two and a half points. <laughs> it was not good. It was. Did I don't know why. I guess they thought Russell Wilson's going to have just such a good year, so they put him on every primetime game in the beginning of the year. Um, tough. Not good. Uh, there are talks that he's not a good locker room guy. Have you heard about this? I have not. So Marshawn Lynch and um, Richard Sherman, because I think Richard Sherman has a podcast, so Marshawn Lynch joined, but they were talking about like if they wanted to, to talk to him, like if he had a bad game while they were on the Seahawks and they wanted to talk to him, they had to like go through his team, like his management team. Are you serious? Like, yeah, and like he has his own shower in the locker room. Like He's very secluded from the team. It's very what? strange. Like as a quarterback, a captain and a leader, you'd think you'd be have like some more camaraderie. Kind of like uh Mr. Consistent, Kirk Cousins. Dude, once I mean, once again, this guy what was it uh, high noon, Kirk Cousins? Twenty yeah. points. <laughs> Twenty points, that's all it that's what he gets, it's what he promises every week, and he delivers. He sometimes he's he goes flashy. Over, I know. What's what's his highest score this week? Um I mean this year. 24 (laughs) it's like (laughs) he never has a a blowout game but he will get you what you need in a quarterback every week um but on the other side of that josh allen um i would say he's the people's quarterback the people's quarterback huh is that just because he scores a million points yes i'm coining that term for josh allen because one he scores points in fantasy people love that two he's just a funny dude that is true he he seems like somebody that would be fun to be on a boat with oh yeah that's a that's a really good analogy there i i like his uh he loves golf too he's very vocal about that he's just like you know he's one of us basically sure also um let's just keep going down the list of of these uh teams so josh allen's on rob's side the winning team um Rob was hurt at running back this week, big time, dude. His his whole team was on by or suspended for the weed, D Hop, right? It was or was it PEDs? What was it? I don't know, but it'd be fun to say, stay off the weed. That was good. Uh, So he had Kareem Hunt and DJ Dallas. Who? Combined, they got one point three points. Oof, that's that's two people. He got it. Oof. DJ Dallas had two carries for one yard. That's that's Those are Cam Akers numbers. Yeah,
0: that's really bad. Um, and also, Dominic, I would like to point out last week when we were on the pod with Rob, um, wasn't the bet if Kareem Hunt had like a million points, we were supposed to pay you a
1: dollar? Well, guess what, mister? <laughs> Quite the opposite, actually. Keeping he did that so bad, dollar in my pocket. I know. I need to pay you how bad. I said he should have 80 yards and three touchdowns was my was. My <laughs> in the first half yeah pretty bad pretty bad um he so jamar chase shocking the nation well i I put uh you know shocks in air quotes you can't really see me doing my air quotes but he finally went off 28 points i remember last week we were talking about if we were worried about this guy and
0: just looking at his stats i mean you were also saying he was very touchdown dependent well this this week he had two touchdowns and 132 yards that is a fantastic game it is i
1: think he hurt us yeah, he was mad. Hashtag pod pressure. Yeah, it's because uh, so they were playing in the Mercedes Dome. Uh, They're back, back in their roots. Him and mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, back where uh, LSU was. I'm, I'm sure like there was a lot of Bengals fans in, in the, in the house that night. But they went off. They both had very good games, and with that comeback lead in the fourth quarter against the Saints, it was, it was, it was kismet. You know, <laughs> they were due. They're both that. due. Yeah, I love that. Um, going down the list, we got CD Lamp with uh, a solid double-digit outing, Mm -hmm. 10 points, Mm -hmm.
0: Mm 10.2. Will Disley. (laughs) This guy again.
1: Yeesh. Uh, $13 Rob paid for him, and he got 1.7 points. He's now off the team.
0: This guy has never been really good at all. Uh, I'm not really sure why Robbie picked
1: him up, but, um, yeah, he just hasn't been good. He had, you know, he had three... Like it was 11, 10 and 11 were his, his totals. And Rob thought he was going to continue that. And he didn't, but, uh, did not with that, you know, we're going to talk about it in the waiver situation, but he got another tight end and he paid a good amount of money for him and he didn't have to. So (laughs) it's, it's interesting where he's finding these guys, but (laughs) whatever it takes. Yeah. Um, his team really didn't do that much. Like Christian Kirk, eight Buffalo defense actually got eight, which is surprising. Um, but it didn't matter because he got the win over Jo. Jo's team kind of didn't do well. Butker was one of the higher scoring guys on his team. Um, he has Saquon and Camaro, which that's kind of the the shining light that he has. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was gonna say he he got good points from his running backs this week, but yeah, his wide receivers just really didn't do well. And I mm-hmm. I remember a couple weeks ago we talked about Cortland Sutton was turning into one of those consistent ten to twelve point guys. Every week, and the past two weeks, he has not been playing well. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, also, what makes me really happy is that Taysom Hill sucked this week, Dominic. Four (laughs) and a half points, and I just love to see it because two out of four on completions and five carries for 39 yards. That is something you love to see from your tight end. Am I right? $35. That is a lot of dollars. So... I think the question has to be, will Taysom Hill score more points than he was bought for off the waiver wire this year? This year, um, he did that last week. He scored thirty six well, last week. I mean, like from now until okay, let's let's give it like four weeks. Okay, when, so after if, the game in Pittsburgh, if if after week
1: ten he doesn't have more than thirty five points, Jo owes us five dollars. No, Jo has to drop him. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> all right, J.O., you already accepted, so thank you. Um, what's funny, though, is J.O. has, like, these solid guys, Mike Williams, Cortland Court, Sutton. <laughs> he also has Brandon Ayuk and Chase Claypool, and they're both on his bench. Oof, da! Ayuk, he finally was given the, the targets he deserves, and he got 80 yards and two touchdowns, uh, 24 points, and then Claypool against the Buccaneers of all people. Had nineteen.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Not great to be leaving that on your bench. Um, also in JO's lineup, his starting lineup, speaking of things that are funny, our boy LMAO JK Dobbins. Uh one point five points from him, seven carries on fifteen yards. Do you think he's he's losing that, that spot? Um I, I know it's showing he's questionable for this week, but what do we think about
1: that? You know, nobody really knows what happened. Like he just stopped showing up. Like they they just never put him on the field in the second half. Like they, mm. they gave him the uh, the Melvin Gordon treatment, where like they like no one really was like, where's where's J.K. Dobbins? Oh, there's Kenyon Drake running down the field, getting another touchdown. Cool. Like <laughs> so weird. <laughs> also, bonehead move by Jo starting the Jacksonville defense.
0: Number one, that should never happen. Number two, <laughs> he thought he was being clever because they were playing the Colts, who are really bad, but they scored thirty four points.
1: That was rough. They negative need... 1.5 from Jacksonville this you know, week. Why would you do that, you idiot? You're stupid if you get negative points on your defense. I've never done that in my career. You suck. <laughs> Embarrassing. No, nah, on, his, on, his, uh, on his behalf, they, the Jaguars defense did score 23 points against the Colts last time they played. Hey, we're not here to talk about the past. That's true. Don't live in the past, J.O. We're in the now. So, speaking of now... The New York Jets versus Nadonka Jew, Isaac and Andrew, the battle of the fittest. Um, We both had Isaac winning, and we both got it correct.
0: Yeah, what what a a brutal matchup uh, for uh, the New York Jets this week. Um, Only put up 70 points. Um, But when you kind of – Yeah. I mean, Brees Hall had another great game for his team, Um, 19 points. Uh, Matthew Stafford. Andrew, I tried to tell you. Um, I don't know what Bold. you were thinking. Matthew Stafford is terrible, and he only put up ten points. Um, the crazy thing, though, is that if he was on my team, ten points would have been a lot coming from my <laughs> quarterback spot. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe he just worked out for you this game or not, but he's not a good player. So you know,
1: I'm I'm glad you dropped him. Someone say. Matt Stafford is also Mr. Consistent because he consistently gets under 15 points every (laughs) Sometimes
0: it's consistently under five.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So going down Andrew's team, uh, it's a short list. But, you know, you already said Brees Hall. Najee Harris got a touchdown, which is fun to see. Darius Slayton, who we picked up before the game because uh, uh, Sterling Shepard broke his knee, he got two points, and then he's already off Andrew's team. Evan, even Evan Ingram, blah, 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 blah. he got six points. He is already off the New York Jets, just cutting them left and right. Also, Jeez. Matt Stafford already got cut. It's cold blooded. Jeez,
0: I mean, talk about rental players. I mean, he picks yeah. them up, puts them down. You know,
1: you know, you you mentioned renting players. I think Andrew was kind of misguided whenever he he spent twenty three dollars on Tyler Algier. I think that he thought he would get that money back if he dropped him. <laughs> because no he, refunds. He bought him for $23. He put him on the bench, didn't even start him and then dropped him. Just $23 out, out of the out of the realm of his free agent budget for no reason. Just absolute psychotic fantasy football behavior there. I think he's going for like mind games. He's like like pocket sand, you know. $23, <laughs> you know. Um Zeke is on a bench 15 points. It honestly, it just didn't matter. His his total points would not have beaten Isaac's team. Um, I feel like we don't even really need to go through Isaac's team because it just kind of did what it normally does. Lamar Jackson, well, surprisingly, he's under 20 points again for the third week in a row. But, you know. Yeah. But you're you're never going to not start him. Oh, absolutely. Set and forget, for sure. (laughs) Set and forget. (laughs) Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, 23 points since uh, Damian Harris is out. He kind of had a nice little day for him against the Browns. Cooper Cup. 13 points. What happened? Mm? A very a very mm-hmm. modest 13 points. You want to know why though, Nathan? Tell me why. It's because your boy, Allen Robinson was was taking all the touchdowns and targets.
0: Fuck that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he had a good game. What what do they say about broken clocks? They're they're right twice a day, so,
1: you know, whatever. Average it's a fluke kinds of nut. You it's You know, just fluke. like Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is very on again off again but he got 15 that's that's what he needs off of a 30 point game uh, mark andrews with 20 um bill Mar Ma- maher the cowboys kicker uh this is actually an interesting thing to look at he has cowboys kicker and the cowboys defense the this is the dragon this is the first time in three weeks where they both haven't gotten double digits yeah no, I, that's something I definitely noticed
0: because it, it seems like every week we're, we're mentioning how the this Dallas battery of kicker and special teams usually just go off for him.
1: And it's really messed up that he can rely on like 20-plus points from his kicker and his defense. I know. It's, it's insane. It's kind of like how J.O. can normally rely on Cortland Sutton. It's just like an automatic number there. I mean, they yeah. did combine for 11, so that's pretty solid. But he got yeah. the win, so can't really say much. Um, highlight of the, highlight of the, the game, Alan Lazard. Let's talk about him. He's, he's just so good. He is so fucking good. I can't believe it. He, he just, week after week, he produces, um, he scored a touchdown. Another one. Another touchdown. Another freaking touchdown.
0: Uh, this, this is starting to take me back to, uh, draft day. Two weeks in a row. Yeah, it was... It was Isaac, and I'm guessing it was J.O., because it just sounds like something J.O. would do. You yeah. can ask him when he jumps on. But they made a very public bet about Alan Lazard, and I would like to review the terms of that bet, and I would like
1: to put all my money on whatever Isaac said. Yes. <laughs> I will second that. <laughs> I'm going to parlay that with Rob making the playoffs and then losing first week. <laughs> well- I got Rob losing in the finals to me, so we can make a friendly wager. We can uh, we'll see. Loser loser chugs a bottle of milk. (laughs) You know I'm lactose intolerant. That's fucked up. (laughs) Oh, I didn't think you'd catch that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's let's go to your game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. So this week, um, this week I was up against Jeff. Uh, Pay to win broke Jeff and. Of course, you know, this is, this is turning into um, a bit of a, a theme on uh, the fantasy podcast. I always play the guy who scores the most points. Um, that means that I'm going to lose. So uh, I lost this week. <laughs> um, I, I put up 94 points. Jeff put up 125. Um, I would like to note that in this week of crappy scores, I would have beaten like five or six people. Um unfortunately just wasn't playing one of them this week. So, you oh, know, wow. sometimes sometimes it's just the way it goes. But yeah. um I want to talk about Jeff's team first. Just to just to pay him a little respect, you know. Um oh, yeah. we, oh, yeah. we we shit on him a lot. <laughs> um but we love Jeff. Jeff, we love you, buddy. Love um it. yeah. Just right off the bat, quarterback play. Joe also, Burrow fuck you. <laughs> Yeah. Also, you fuck you, the Adams. Back. <laughs> also, fuck you. But you know what? It, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow, like like you mentioned earlier in the show, we were talking about Jamar Chase. Absolutely went off in New Orleans. Um, three touchdowns through the air, one on the ground. Ended up putting thirty eight and a half points up. Just every week, I'm just getting pounded by quarterbacks, and it's uh, it's brutal because all mine are just so bad. <laughs> They're just so bad. Um, I got I got kind of fortunate. Um, Nick Chubb on his team only had seven and a half points. Um, of course, you know I ended up losing, but Nick Chubb seven and a half. You expect more out of that guy for yeah, sure. That's like that's like a running back on my team. That's good for me, but <laughs> not for Jeff. Um, yeah, and in the uh, Thursday night game, Brian Robinson ended up scoring the touchdown. Um, DK Metcalf only four and a half points.
1: Um, was this just an off game for him, Dominic? Or what do you think? It was, it was a weird one. Um, cause like across the board, you have Geno Smith. Uh, I don't know each team, like you, I think on paper, it was supposed to be a shootout. Like everyone thought it was going to be points on points, on points, on points, but it just wasn't going like, I think DK didn't get targeted until like the end of the second quarter. It was, it was weird. They were throwing it to, um, Like, number 11, which I don't even know who that is. Like, I couldn't even tell you. And I was getting upset because I have Tyler Lockett. Like, there was just nothing there. And it was towards the end of the game. Also, I totally forgot. Max, it's Max's running back. Um, Kenneth Walker. He was just going off. So, like, their Mm. run game was working so well that they didn't really need to pass very much.
0: Yeah, I guess that happens. Um, Continuing on with Jeff's team, Devontae Smith, nice game from him. Uh, Dalton Knox, Who? here's a guy who has been put in the um, the drip Insta Pot pod pressure cooker. We have been trying to get him to start Dalton Knox who? for so long. $36. And he starts him, and he has three receptions and one of them is a touchdown. Huge. So fuck me, right? Um, 11 points <laughs> from him. C-Mac does what he does, puts up 20 points. He had uh, 70 yards on the ground, 89 through the air. I mean, just only thing that was missing for him was the touchdown, but he, he seemed, to do, seemed to do everything else. Yeah. You know. Um, moving on to my team, another, another stellar display from the quarterback position, Geno Smith, who I started this week. Who, he was my big pickup off the waiver wire. Um, only 12 points, which I know to many of you will sound pretty weak. But I'm coming off a guy who scored zero points. So 12 just being infinitely better. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> um, love those numbers. Miles Sanders finally came around uh, this week. Uh, he's he's had good weeks before, but he's been on my bench, so I don't count those. Um, he was in my starting lineup this week, and he ended up putting up 13 points for me. That was solid. Man. Leonard Fournette continues to just be a monster. Uh, 21 carries, 63 yards, 6-6 receiving for 38 and a touchdown. He's he's looking really good this year, Dominic.
1: I'm I'm really happy with him. Yeah, he's killing it. He's very heavily involved in the passing game. And I think it's kind of new. Like it's just so many dump offs for Tom Brady. And he has all these weapons, but he goes to net all the time. Which is good for you. Oh, it's great for me. Yeah, they just um, can't score in, in the red zone. So like Ryan Suckup, if he's still out there, someone pick him up. But you're getting you're getting a lot of points out of him. Yeah. Also, speaking
0: of players that are still playing well for me, Amari Cooper. Um, Amari Cooper. And so putting up 12 and a half again. I mean, this, this dude, he was kind of an afterthought. I remember when I drafted this guy at the draft, everybody was like, who the fuck's going to be throwing him the ball? I don't care who's <laughs> throwing him the ball because he's catching the motherfucking ball. Hell yeah. This Set week, and you know, I say he's catching the motherfucking ball, but this week he went four for 12 on receptions for 44 and a touchdown. So... I don't care that he only caught four of them because one of them was a touchdown. Hell, yeah. One's
1: in the end zone. It's all that matters.
0: Yeah. Uh, Romeo Dubes, he's starting to quiet down quite a bit for me. Um, only four points this week. Zach Ertz looks solid. Another 10 for him. Mm-hmm. Isaiah McKenzie, man. I didn't know really who to start this week because I had Derrick Henry on bye. Hunter Renfro was on bye. And it was between him, Antonio Gibson, and Deontay Johnson. Yeah, those are and- And I was thinking, you know, Isaiah McKenzie was going to have a pretty good game. He's coming back from injury. He looked to be, you know, pretty established in that offense. And I didn't really expect, you know, that he wasn't going to get any passes. But, I mean, he really didn't. He was two for five with nine yards.
1: Terrible. Yeah, I actually picked him up in another league. And so I was watching that game pretty closely. He had a... I wouldn't say wide open. He was still, like, in traffic. But he totally could have caught a touchdown pass. But he, like, whenever Josh threw it, he threw it a little bit behind him. So he kind of had to do, like, a little stutter step. And instead of a stutter step, he tripped over himself and just fell. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, yeah, I don't, he had five targets. but I don't know. I can't, I think one of those was a touchdown. But, yeah, it just didn't really produce. It was weird. Yeah. Tough scenes. Can't win them all, you know? Mm -hmm. True, true, true. You got Jay Tuck. Um, the announcer said something pretty funny whenever he drained a, I want to say it was the, uh, like, it was like 38 yards, whatever it was. He goes, Automat Tuck. (laughs) I was like, oh, (laughs) I was like, oh, hell yeah. That's fantastic. (sighs) Also, good pickup with the the Washington defense. That was smart. Oh, yeah. That ended up working up pretty well. Nice. Um, by the way, good sit on Derrick Henry. He was on his oh, bye. Thanks. I'm proud of you for not doing that. Man, I was going back and forth on that forever. Yeah. So. Um. So next up, we got Matt Gritty Gritty Bang Gang, and uh Driscoll. We had uh, I actually chose Driscoll on this one. You had Matt. Uh, Driscoll ended up taking the win here. He had 123 points. I believe that's the most scored in the whole league. Nope. No, who had the most? Jeff, he had 125. Oh, yeah, against you, sorry. <laughs> yep, yep. Did not mean Can't to rub that, that. in. Um, Matt had another another weird game for him. He only had 91 points. Um, I'm starting to get worried about him, man. I know. He's he's making a lot of roster moves, too. He's trying to, he's trying to scramble. So, I don't know, maybe next week he pulls it together. But he had a good pickup with Dion Jackson, uh, the Colts running back. He's replacing, I think, it's like their sixth running back back there, um, and I'm getting 23 points for him, which is huge. Um, A poopy-doopy poopy poopy, QB combo here. We got uh, (laughs) Justin Herbert versus Tom Brady. Herbert got 8, Brady had 15. Gross. Not fun to watch. Eckler finally got 19. Well, not finally. Sorry. He's been doing really well, Um, which I have a little little bone to pick with just NFL coaches in general. Tell me regarding Eckler. I don't know what Goes through their minds, but like the first four games, they're running three different running backs, and they did this last year too with Eckler. This poor guy, he is so good. They run these three running back combos all year. I mean, the first like few weeks of the year, and they suck. It's so bad. And then they're like, hmm, maybe we should just make Eckler a three down back and just give him the ball a lot. And then he Why goes try off, this guy. Yeah, like 150 yards and three touchdowns against the Texans. And then they're like, hmm. He is pretty good, isn't he? Let's do that again, and then he just goes out and gets touchdowns. And like, I've I've already gone on this rant about the the Rams, but like, I was going to touch on it next game, but like Daryl Henderson, Sean McVay, he has two running backs and he doesn't know which one to play. Cam Akers just decides to sit out for some reason, and then they play Daryl Henderson, and then they they're like they start playing three different running backs besides Henderson who've never played an NFL snap before, and then like. Hmm. Second half of the game, Daryl Henderson starts doing well. They go, hmm, maybe we should just give him the ball. And then he scores a touchdown. It's like, what are these coaches thinking? Like, why do they think it's a good idea to sit their best players? I don't get best it. Best players got to play. Oh, it doesn't make any sense, but that was that was my rant. Uh, Justin Jefferson, he he got a double digits the hard way. He had 107 yards, six receptions, no tutties. Solid showing from him. A.J. Brown, 15. Tyler Higby, only got one tough scene there. Um, he had Pat Fri- Friermuth, but he was he ended up getting hurt, so he was kind of struggling on tight end there. But the Chargers defense, we kind of made fun of him last week for sticking with him. They oh, yeah. got him nine points. Not bad. Yeah, considering. It's pretty uh, good. Does he still have him? No, he dropped Oh <laughs>
2: <laughs> He was like, <laughs> I Hashtag need pod one, pressure. More,
1: yeah, one more game, and then I'm done. Um, last thing about Matt's team. You know, I'm all for team chemistry, mm-hmm. but like I don't think that works in fantasy. Like I think he he was thinking maybe if I get every guy on my team that sounds the same, then they'll start doing getting points. Like AJ Dillon, AJ Brown, JJ Jefferson, uh, t-, t Higgins, Tyler Higby. What is going on here? Like he he's changing it up now, but they they all sound the same, and it's not working. It's not working, man. Um. Uh, t- do you think he needs a whole team overhaul? Um. Yeah. Go ahead and just throw A.J. Brown my way, and then I'll give you a kicker. Oh. Oh. It'll work. It'll work. Oh. Oh. Okay. Maybe. Matt. Hello. You heard it here first.
0: Uh, did you want to touch on any more of uh, Driscoll's players?
1: Yes. So, Stefan Diggs is a beast. Got him, like, was it 25.8 points? Yep. And then Tyreek Hill. Um, what a specimen this guy is. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> he, ridiculous. <laughs> 12 receptions for 177 yards is just bonkers. Yeah. doesn't make any sense. Um, This is an interesting stat too. So on the Miami, in the whole Miami history, Tyreek Hill has the most 10 reception, 150-yard games. He has three of them, and he's only been on the team for six weeks. What? The, yeah. So the the record, like before he came, like there's a lot of dudes tied for one game with ten receptions and 150 yards, and he has three of them already. That is crazy. Isn't that and ridiculous? it's 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 not like he's the only guy there catching passes either. Like Jalen Waddle has been really good this year. Yeah. I don't know. Like I think it's just because they're only passing to them and that's it. <laughs> like it doesn't. I don't understand what's going on over there. But, I mean, Wild. shit, Driscoll, he's got him and Stefan and Eckler. So, it's looking pretty good for him. Yeah. Going for it. Gotta let her ride, baby. Gotta let it ride, baby. Uh, CEH not doing that. Uh, Chris Godwin, glad he's back. 95 yards for him. Got him 12 points. Um, the Rams' defense, 13. Solid. Oh, yeah. Really nice um, game from them. Yeah. I think Driscoll just all around had a good week. Like, the only thing that he could have done better, I think, technically, was, like, start Tony Pollard instead of CEH. But... It would have gone on like one more point, and I would not have done that for yeah. sure. Start CEH, but um, good week out of him, Matt. Better luck, better luck next week, yeah. Okay, so we hmm.
0: yeah. This was this was the uh, the famed Gabagool gauntlet. We the had colangible. this, week. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 Kalanga Bowl, um, damn. Sorry, sorry to say, but you you lost this one, Max. Really shit the bed, Max. Max showing who who was the superior fantasy, um, Colangelo this week, winning 103 to 83. Oof, Dom, 83 is just not a good number,
1: dude. You're telling me, man. <laughs> I talk us
0: through it. Talk us I, through
1: it. I thought I had an all right lineup, and I say all right because it's not good. It's just all right. Um, I had, you know, Jalen Hurts got me 20. Cool. Uh, but Jimmy G, Max's late pickup, also got him 20. Uh, he had Dalvin Cook, who had a late, late touchdown. That was like 50 yards. Good for him. I don't even care. Whatever. Uh, Kenneth Walker had a great, a great game. I was saying that he was kind of getting a lot of the touches. Uh, he had over a hundred yards, all purpose and a touchdown. Debo 12, meh. He's, he's all right. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so Max's tight end controversy always kind of cracks me up. He has Dalton Schultz that he started pretty much most of the year. And then he goes, hmm, I actually need a tight end. Let me pick up uh, Zach Gentry. Who? Don't know who that is. He got him 0. 0.9. Hey! hey. Whoa! Huge points. points from Max's tight end spot. Was not negative, so that's good. But – on my team, like, so I, I mentioned Daryl Henderson. He got me 12. I'm glad I got a running back that had double-digit points, but that's pretty much all I had. I have Jalen Hurts and Travis Kelsey. That's all I have. Um, oh, and the Patriots defense, worth every penny. Paid $8 for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like, my bench didn't do anything either. It's it's rough. It's I compare this week to, like, Sitting down on a public toilet, and as soon as your cheeks hit the toilet seat, it just like flushes automatically. You just feel that weird, like kind of splash on your thighs. <laughs> ooh, ooh. That's that's what I felt watching these games. Like,
2: ooh.
0: It's like you sit down and in, and you don't know what it is, but you feel wetness. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like oh god. <laughs> is, is it is it pee or is it just splash from the the flush? <laughs> um. So Max's bench, he had Etienne and Alex uh, Pierce. I mean, they both got double-digit points, but who cares? He got the W. Good for you, Max. GGS.
0: Yeah, whatever, Max. Um, I'm still not happy that you beat me. <laughs> now, now He's you beat my boy. He's two and zero against us. Now you beat my boy. Um, I guess we'll just have to settle this over a nice game of FIFA 23 because you know Ooh. how that's gonna go. Oh snap! Really, it's Max? On. Really, Max? That's the ultimate tiebreaker between you and me, especially because you beat me in fantasy. My soccer team absolutely shit all over your soccer team, Bum. and so so now you know we just need one more one more thing. Best two out of three, you know. Ooh, so.
1: give us a live stream. I want to watch that. Ooh, <laughs> oh shit, baby. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Ooh, now that that little loosey goosey kind of brings us into the last matchup of the week. That's right. The last matchup of this week, we had number eleven Clint
0: something clever going up against number eight Ricky something clever,
1: and um, I know you already said that name.
0: Oh wait, hey, sure.
1: no. Oh oh, they're like exactly the same. Cool guys. Y'all oh, are funny.
0: That's what it was. That's what it was. These these guys are hilarious. Yeah, that's they what got it was. jokes. Um, Dominic, I think last week we predicted that this game was going to be an absolutely shitty-ass, terrible game, and mm. I know we both picked Ricky to win this game, but I feel like we should still both get points, because this game absolutely sucked. It was exactly <laughs> what we thought it was going to be, just a crap-fest, a on a stick. Yeah. Um, Clint somehow ends up winning this game, 89-85. to Whoa. Very slim margin there, out, guys. but 89 points—that should not be winning games
1: in this league. I'm sorry, I don't care who you're playing. It's a it's a rough score. That's you never you never like to see that. But hey, Clint has a W in the column, and that's all he cares about. Yeah, and that's that's something I'm upset about because now he's ahead of me. Yeah, so. but you know he he should be proud of the W. Not really proud of his team. You know, Kyler Murray got him fourteen. James Robinson six. What Oof. a terrible, terrible start. James Robinson, why would you ever play him? I have no idea. Twenty three dollars, twenty two dollars. Anyways, moving what on. What are you thinking? I don't know, dude. Mike Evans only got him six. Michael Pittman did really well though. I'll give him that. Nineteen, almost twenty. Um, and then his other highest scorers are his kicker and his defense. Ryan Suckup and yeah, and just— Vikings.
0: Also, while we're on the topic of his team, Drake London. This guy, I remember at the start of the year, he was like the hot, hot pickup, right? They they were like, oh, man, Drake London, he's going to be the next guy. He's going to be a stud. And, you know, week week two, he had 20 points. Week three, he had 12 points. Since then, he hasn't scored over five and a half. Week four, 2.7. Weeks five and six, both 5.5. Um, are should we be off on this guy? Should Clint let this guy go, or is he in a position where his team is so bad? And I know this because I'm in the exact same position where his team is so bad where that he just can't afford to give him up.
1: I I think it's the latter. I can't. I think he just can't give him up. Um, it's a tough situation for Drake because he's just on an offense that doesn't pass the ball. They just run so much, like Marcus. He's a good runner. He doesn't have a good arm, and they just pound the ball. Arthur Smith, he wants to run the piss out of the ball, and that's what they're doing, especially without Cord- Cordero Patterson. They just don't have a vertical attack right now,
2: mm. even though
1: actually we haven't gotten to it. Wait, did we already talk about an Andrews game? I didn't even yep. mention. Kyle Pitts got his first touchdown. Hey! In in America, in this USA! season. Yeah, I can't believe we missed that. It was on oh, his boy. bench. Why did we not see that? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible sit. Andrew, terrible I think he's still in his IR spot, honestly. That's why we (laughs) didn't see it. (laughs) Oh, goodness me. But um, going through Ricky's team, we don't really need to, but we're just going to do it anyway. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes got him 23. I think he actually – no, he didn't outscore uh, Josh Allen, but whatever. Joe Mixon got himself a touchdown. Good for him. Aaron Jones. uh, I like Jacoby Myers in there. He's – kind of like the main target in, in uh New England right now. Got him uh four catches for sixty yards. Pretty pretty solid. And Thielen had himself a day.
0: Yeah, and this is coming off of the pod where I absolutely trashed Adam Thielen. <laughs> yeah. I told I told uh the whole wide world I thought he was shit. And uh he just goes out and scores a touchdown. I mean he only caught four passes for thirty six yards. But um this was two point this, conversion. This, two point conversion. This was a very um, Amari Cooper game from him,
1: and uh, I'm I'm playing him this week, so you can go ahead and bank that he's going to score 25. Oh, yeah, very accurate. It, it seems like that's a the theme right now: is whoever we trash does really well. So uh, fuck you, Daryl Henderson. You suck. You're not going to get any points. Uh, Carter Samuel, you're terrible. You're definitely not going to get any points. Uh, all right, let's let's keep going to his bench, which <laughs> we we trash everyone here and we give him some hashtag pod pressure and this one is just sad but so funny he f- he started jeff wilson who we paid 37 dollars for so stupid and he got him 0.5 so and stupid he also has devin singletary and juju on his bench who got 12 and 19 he could have won oh no even absolutely
0: if, terrible jeff even jeff was
1: scary terry and he would have won <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Wilson this week. Let me just read you off this outstanding stat line. Seven carries for 25 yards, zero of one receiving, and a fumble lost. Oof-da. Oh, $37? He might be
1: worth 37 real dollars in real life. I know. I can't believe it. Um, actually, looking at his bench, Nate, if he would have started literally anybody else in his flex spot, he would have won, except for Jamal Williams, who's on bye. <laughs> <laughs> could have could have won the game there bud so close <laughs> tough <laughs> oh scenes, goodness, man <laughs> hashtag pod pressure is alive and well he crumbled yeah we're giving you so much shit because we chose you to win thanks for just fucking up our record dude <laughs> <laughs> oh god um okay yeah dom does that do it for the recaps this week i think it does man okay all right, we are moving into the next segment. Um, but first, we have a guest joining the these next couple segs. Another uh, one. Another one. We got Jo something fruity. Welcome to the pod.
2: Thank you, thank you. It is an honor. Like, low countdown on the screen. I was I was kind of a little nervous. Yeah,
1: yeah. Ah. feeling official. <laughs> it's fun, man. Um, so we initially. You and I were texting um, because you wanted to talk trade, so I figured why not have you on on the pod? Throw in a couple other uh, things like to talk about, and then I think after this this first little bit, we'll we'll talk about trade. What does that what does that sound like?
2: That sounds good to me.
1: Cool. So yeah, I think
2: yeah, yeah Dom,
0: because you had brought this up to me about bringing Jo on the show, and at first I was like, mm, I don't know. And then I thought about it, and I was like, "Well, Jo knows a little bit about football. Definitely not as much as me, for
1: sure.
2: But he
0: he definitely knows uh, he he definitely knows the
1: rules. At least the rules. Yeah, I'm glad I passed that test. <laughs> um, so <laughs> the first few things. I mean, we'll just talk a little football right now. So currently in the real NFL, they are there's a lot of like trade rumors going around because uh november 1st is a deadline uh first one is i mean we kind of touched on it last week chris mccaffrey's potentially going places um do you think he has a certain landing spot jail
2: i mean obviously i think he can he'll make any team good uh i think i think the market for him that's being put out is a little crazy for a running back i don't think any team will give up multiple firsts Mm -hmm. after we've seen so many high caliber running backs you know, not perform, and he's got an injury history. Obviously, the biggest spot is the Bills, because they don't really have a a bona fide number one running back that that jumps off the page other than Josh Allen, I guess, being their best (laughs) running back, hurtling over (laughs) linebackers and safeties out there. But um, I don't know. I'd have to look at playoff teams, like playoff contending teams, uh, to see who would even... Uh, be in that conversation maybe I mean the Cardinals seem to be trading for everybody nowadays you know Marquise Brown in the offseason just traded for Robbie Anderson Yeah. and James Connors hurt and they seem a little desperate so that that's actually a team that to me maybe would make sense Um, but the uh, Robbie Anderson thing that was more of just like
0: a hey we can get this guy at a low low price
2: right sure and it came at a great time coming off of an injury from Marquise, you know Brown being their speedster, they needed a replacement. Robbie Anderson's fast, just kind of bring him in to fill in that that void. Um,
1: yeah, I wonder I if that was on purpose. Like Robbie, kind of he felt that like that that pull. Hey, I think someone's going to get injured in Arizona. I, I would rather live off. there than Carolina. Yeah, let me let me piss off my receiver coach and get kicked out of the game so I can go over there real real good. Here's another I mean,
2: team. Sorry, but the Dolphins maybe if they want to make the push cuz they don't I don't think they have any first round picks from trades they made so maybe they want to make a playoff push still now Ooh. that Tua is coming back and Raheem Mostert's, he's an okay running back but he's no Christian, you know, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Um
1: I think uh, cuz you you were saying Cardinals I think is a good a- good place cuz I mean his his cap hit is not very big. It's only like a couple million. Like the way that his contract is, like uh, the McCaffrey's. team that gets them, yeah, they only have to pay him a few million for I think a year or two.
2: Oh, I didn't and know then, that. I Thought it was much bigger.
1: No, that's that's why they everyone thinks the Bills because it's it's a very low cap hit. Um, but speaking of cap hits, though, uh, the Chiefs Travis Kelsey recently restructured his his contract. He got a couple a couple million guaranteed, so that way it frees up a little space for the Chiefs, and I think they might be going for OBJ. What do you think? Ooh, that'd be a good idea.
2: idea. No, I think that'd be a great landing spot. Good, good leadership. Andy Andy Reid's a good head coach. Mahomes seems to have that team. You know that they all listen to him. There's not, there's no leadership questions like all the other places he's been aside from L.A. You know, New York was young, a young OBJ and a team that didn't know what they were really heading towards. And then mm-hmm. with the Browns was just a train wreck. So I think if he goes anywhere it would be a team that has like a good core and a good head coach and they got oh, speed yeah. but they're missing a spark after Tyreek Hill and they they want to they want to see the bills again and and they want to have a weapon that can beat them so I, I think that's the best place for him and and for them it would make sense too oh yeah i wonder
1: if uh if they just pull a wild card and don't even go for him but they go for like
2: mac how wild would that be that crazy. would be nuts. Or <laughs> That'd be a I think fun we showdown. mentioned before, them going after DJ Moore. DJ Moore needs to get out of Carolina if they're selling. And oh
1: yeah, they would, them adding really him they would, to get out of there, man. Do you think they need? Do you think they need a lot of first rounders for that?
2: I don't. I don't
0: think so. I don't think so. No, I, I think, think so. like a, like maybe a second and like a
2: fourth.
1: Yeah. Like they're buying low for DJ Moore. Just not because he's bad, but because of the situation he's been in. He hasn't really produced any, you know? But he's it, a great the player.
2: first. They always draft at the back of the first. Those, those picks are crapshoots at that point, yeah. anyway, So I don't know why you would hang on to those so tightly. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: J.O., let me ask you this because we just mentioned Tua, right? There was one CTE doctor out there that said that he should retire. What kind of is your thought process on that because like me personally i would never play in the nfl for that reason but like do you think this this dude specifically should hang him up
2: i think and dom and i actually texted a little bit after mm-hmm. this happened and i gave my two cents dom sent me a tiktok that kind of swayed me a little bit talking about the what happens to the brain for him to you know freeze up like he did on that thursday night um what was your original take? Share your my original, original take, first. my original take is these players know their risk, so we can have all the protocols in the world. We can have all the you know goofy looking preseason helmets that we had this year, all the precautions we want, and at the end of the day, it, it's a violent game, right? And, and part mm-hmm. of the reason why we watch it is for that violence, like that's baked into the entertainment factor uh we like to see big hits we like to see collisions and that's it, it, it's part of the sport it's never going to go away you got human beings who are huge moving at speeds that they probably shouldn't just throwing themselves at each other so if the player if the player knows the risks and he wants to go back out there even aside from the thursday night issue right so thursday night when he landed and his hands froze up like that he definitely can't go back in that game but the game prior when he got pushed and they said it was his back if he said he was fine to play that's that's his decision you know is it a dumb decision possibly but they know the risks it can happen in any play it can happen in practice which is why practice is toned down and preseason is toned down to avoid those but that was my take i i don't think he should mm-hmm. retire if he doesn't want to you know it's that's his call that's conversation for him his family him and his wife to have what do they want to do moving forward
0: Yeah and I I think you're totally right on that and what what I was going to say was like I know you you mentioned the the players know the risk they they know what could happen to them well this actually did happen to him because you know a lot of players probably get concussions but I would assume majority of them don't right and so for most of them it's like okay maybe I'll think about it when I get one well he had a couple of bad ones. Ooh. That's that's what I was getting at. You know, like understand that it's his decision and everything. But like, come on, dude. Like yeah, so, you're, you're starting to see some of these guys that played 20, 30 years ago and how it's affecting them. And maybe it'll just take more research and more time to figure that stuff out. But to me, no pun intended on this, but it's a no fucking brainer. I would hang <laughs> <him> up. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, I, uh, that TikTok that I that I had sent Jo. Um, it kind of explained a lot of that where it's like, um, the brain is one of the things that we know the least about. So like these brain injuries, that's why concussion protocols is so big right now. Um, the biggest thing is nobody knows what happens. Like, uh, your muscle gets hurt and you get sore, but whenever your brain gets hurt, it just opens a door for a crazier injury. Kind of like what happened with Tua, like. If if that was his first one, it probably wouldn't have been so bad. But since he already had that that week before, that's when his fingers like tensed up, and he you know potentially could have died. Like it, w- it could have been really bad. So like, um, what a lot of people are saying, like get him out of the game, let him rest up for you know like they've done like a few weeks now. But like some people even say the full season because, and it's actually kind of bleeding into other teams because right now like well I guess Teddy Bridgewater same team but. They have spotters on the sideline for almost every player and like a, a TV screen watching a lot of these players. If they get up and even show the slightest bit of a wobble, they take them out of the game and they're in mm-hmm. concussion protocol just to be that safe.
2: Which is, I think it's a it's a good shift, right? You want to be careful. You want to, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the NFL has to do what they have to do to protect their their product, which is having the best players on the field. I don't think we want to watch 16 games of blaine gabbert playing football at every quarterback mm-hmm. position right we like True. watching good quarterbacks so Doc, definitely protect those wire? <laughs> <laughs> jeff's out of money he'd be fucked man <laughs> so you know it's it's definitely a a good shift um
1: nathan i have a question for you um so on the topic of quarterbacks you know coming out of the game uh kind of a lot this this year where this is going so you had a little bit of a history at quarterback back in seventh grade um oh yeah i took a few snaps took a few snaps so i i was watching the the broncos and charters game uh the other day and you know how justin herbert he like hurt a rib they're kind of going pretty deep into his injury um they kind of show they're watching the coach but i was focused on the background where chase daniels uh Career, quarter, uh, career backup was sitting on the sideline, and he just looked kind of terrified. Like, I don't know if that's just how he kind of sits his face, but I was always curious. As a backup, I guess my question is, with a healthy quarterback but also with, like, an injury-prone quarterback, are you sitting there, are you, like, a little bit nervous of going in, or are you kind of like, here's my shot, I don't want him to get hurt, but if he does get hurt, I'm gonna take advantage. Like, what's like the my, the mentality on the sideline whenever you have a potential like a, a, a chance to go in? Um,
0: well, like you said, I I uh, I spent a year on the sideline as, as a backup B team quarterback for our junior high school, so I have a pretty good um you know background in in answering this question. Um, <laughs> that's why me I me personally. I am praying that dude gets his head knocked off because I'm trying to get in there and play some games. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to be the hero. I'm I'm trying to be the guy that everyone in the stands is like, oh, man, we got to bring in the backup. He probably sucks. And they're like, oh, shit, this guy's pretty good. You know, it's a a real Tom Brady story, if you will. Oh, yeah.
1: You want want uh, the ball in your hands whenever there's a few seconds on the clock. Oh, no. I
2: want it for the whole game.
1: That's what I'm talking about. I love it. you got to have that mentality.
2: I'm sensing QB draws all day by Nate at quarterback. <laughs> just tuck and run. Hike and haul, baby. But the coach doesn't RPOs even call him.
0: and it's an R every time.
1: Like the coach is like, pass it down the field. We don't want you to hold the ball too much. But then Nathan just goes, QB draw every play. I can see that happening. I'll
0: be standing up there at the line calling audibles. Omaha!
1: <laughs> Omaha! <laughs> um. So... Uh, recurring recurring segment or topic that we, we kind of go through is uh, these sleeper parlays, these five-leg parlays, and nobody has won still after six weeks. Um, but J.O., a little bit ago, he, he mentioned something very interesting that I didn't Depends even know. Depends what you think. would
2: call winning, Dom. Correct.
1: Yeah, go, go through <laughs> what that means like because I've just been looking. Nobody's <laughs> hit all five legs.
2: No, nobody Define has it. hit all five legs. You're absolutely correct. Uh, I did hit because I do the classic, right? I'm, I'm your kind of guy where if I could in my state properly gamble, if they offered me the payout, if I hit nine out of my ten legs in my parlay, we're cashing out. We're not letting it ride. I'm not leaving twenty grand on the table to maybe win, you know, another twenty on top of that. No, no, no. So- if I put five dollars in, well soft and rich baby um, that's okay soft, <laughs> soft and rich <laughs> but i'll do the classic i'll do the classic legs where it pays out if you hit at least 3 4 or all 5 and and i've hit a couple of the threeers, and it's you know it's 3 dollars win on my 10 dollar bet so nothing nothing to write home about but
0: <laughs> some some might call that a 7 dollar loss but <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know you know what the crazy thing is traditional and Dom, Dom will know this too cuz uh, i don't know if Nate and Philip Gamble, but uh, Dom will tell you this. Uh, if you win, normally in a sports book, you get your bet back plus whatever you want. Sleeper doesn't do that. They oh, tell you did to. You uh, give you the three. <laughs> they just give you the three. Well, I then put not in jail. What are you talking about?
1: You're, you're down money. You're yeah, not winning, dude. You can't argue that. Get real. <laughs> get, him off. get him off the bike. <laughs> you're done. Man, I thought I was about to just. Eat my own crow, whatever the term is. No, I just, just realized that as I was looking
2: everybody. at it. You uh, goober, man. I, I <laughs> thought you were winning money from this. <laughs> no, honestly, it's it's definitely a loss. And uh, oh, that is that is funny. Well, hey,
1: sleeper doesn't for give a for f- hitting three out of the five. You know, that's a good like sixty percent. Really proud of you. No, you're not. Don't lie. No, I'm to not. Me. I'm not. I'm I'm not proud. Hit a real parlay where you pay two dollars and win twelve grand, and then come talk to me, <laughs> dude. I'm trying. <laughs> oh, don't we all? Um, okay, Dom. What
0: do you say we get back on track here?
1: Yeah, we should. We should. Let's let's get to the to the waiver wire pickups. Um, Jo, sorry you don't have this in front of you. Maybe you can pull up the uh, sleeper app. Um, yeah, I got it. But I got it here. So the talk of the talk of the town right now is running backs, backup running backs, because everyone's on bye or injured. Um, first one. With the most money. Latavius Murray was picked up by Matt O'Brien. Twenty dollars. Whoa. Twenty. Next bid was me. I put in zero. You could have got it for free, Matt. For free?
2: What are you doing? He could have gotten it for a dollar.
1: Yeah. Like, that's a lot of money. Like, I get that you need a running back, but like 20 bucks. We need to kinda we need to chill out a little bit on these on these waivers, man. Everyone's just throwing coin. I don't even know what to bet anymore.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough out there because I think guys, they they get desperate. And because of how much we make fun of people on this podcast about waiver wire pickups, they get really nervous about how much to bid. And they just get in their heads so much. I
1: blame Jeff for dropping like $80 on his first week. No, no I,
2: I'm i really glad y'all started this this season because I don't know if y'all remember, but I am notorious for blowing my fab within week one last year. That's I spent, true. I think, $50 oh, on Elijah God. Mitchell That's true. Uh, right out of the gate. And I always I by week three, I normally I'm like Jeff. I normally don't have fab left. So I think living with me. Has uh, rubbed off on Jeff. Oh, okay. So, That's not the only thing rubbed off on Jeff, huh? Hey, hey hello, yeah, brother-in-law. Love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother-in-law, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in the
1: dryer. <laughs> <laughs> so next, next pickup we got Canyon Drake uh, picked up by Isaac. Lucky, Ooh, lucky, ding, ding, ding,
2: chicken dinner,
1: nineteen dollars.
2: Matt was right on his heels with fifteen though Matt Matt was ready to blow thirty five on two temporary running backs that is
1: <laughs> yes, that is a lot of coin um which last week um if you if you listened to the waivers, Matt had twenty five dollars that went unopposed oof, and then Did he, he really? almost have yeah he almost had thirty five dollars spent this week he so, is
0: so in the past two weeks he spent forty five dollars for no reason,
1: correct. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Really killing it out there, buddy. <laughs> hey, keep going. Well, I mean, it. We,
0: we talk about desperation. Matt's team, I mean, how many times have we talked about he's up and down, he's up and down? Well, he's had a couple of downs recently. Yeah. So he's just scrambling trying to get back to the glory days of the 120-plus point weeks.
1: Yeah, that's true. What
2: I'm hearing is Matt's team's got the downs, noted.
1: They got the downs, <laughs> yep. Um. So let's let's talk about this next one, Nate. What do we got? So the next one... Um, this one was a Rob Rob pickup, and it's
0: Daniel Be- – Cody Bellinger? who
1: <laughs>
2: oh! um, Cody Bellinger's brother. <laughs> is it really? Is, no, we have a Clay it's Oh, my God. I thought you were
1: serious. <laughs>
2: no. Well, I, let's check. So Go in on. typical Rob
1: fashion, he picks the – Phil, get on that for us. Like he, he targets uh, tight ends who do well the week prior and then just hopes that they – they kill it the next week too, and he, he throws money on him, $13. No other bids. Could have gotten for oh, free. $13.
0: Oh, that's, that, that's not great. And, I mean, we just look back at Rob's, you know, history. I mean, you kind of mentioned the uh, tight end thing, but he's got to be running out of money. I don't know how much money he has left, but 13 is has got to be, you know, at least 30% of his budget left.
1: Yeah, he's, he's throwing some coin around. I just crunched the numbers. $26 left. Ooh, yeah. Yeah,
0: so, so you know, it's about a third. That's
1: tough. <laughs> about a third. Um. So another another pickup by Rob. Uh. The Jets defense. Another solid thirteen dollars for him. Um. This one actually, he didn't go unopposed. He had a few other bids. Max, again, was outbid. <laughs> week after week, he gets outbid by someone. Uh, Four dollars by him. You actually had a bid of two dollars.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh... I threw two bucks on him just to, just to see. Um, two dollars is no longer the bid, evidently, for defenses. So mm-hmm. I think that's a little fucked up. I mean, you see Max put in four because, you know, we've definitely talked about how everyone thinks someone's going to bid one thing. So <laughs> Matt's, Matt Max thinks, I just got to bid one more dollar. But yeah. really he thinks, well, if I'm going to think to bid one more, I'm going to bid one more. So he bid four, and he got blown out of the water. <laughs>
2: Thirteen
0: by nine dollars.
1: Which Jo, you actually you pulled that kind of mind trick on. uh, It was a few weeks ago. You put three dollars in and outbid someone who had two. Did I? No, you didn't outbid you, but you you put in three dollars for defense for the Jags D.
2: Oh, oh yeah, that yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't want to talk about the Jags D de- disappointment last week. So Well then let's
1: talk about your other pickups. Uh George Russell. We
2: talked about him in the recap.
1: Russell Wilson, JO, for ten dollars with you know, nobody even want to touch him, not even Max. And you <laughs> ten bucks, no other bid. What what's going through your mind there?
2: Well, I don't know. I, I figured he's about to play the Highly sought after $13 jet defense. Uh, <laughs> yes, they looked good against the Packers, but I think the Packers just look bad, right? Yeah. They lost to the Giants across the pond. They just, I mean, the Jets kind of took it to them and Lambeau, so that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I just figured Russ, Russ's got to bounce back, and Kirk Cousins is on by and really not doing it for me, if I'm being honest. So I just,
1: Mr. I consistent. had to go.
2: We hype him up every week. He's he's not though. Kirk Cousins has been just I don't well, you guess you could call it, I don't know. It's been it's Are been we okay. talking noon or
0: Kirk Cousins or not? Yeah,
2: even noon Kirk Cousins like <laughs> he got 20 and a half points last week at that's noon. That's huge. That's a Is lot it? man. Is it Is 20 points a lot? Suck, JO. <laughs> yeah, just... I just I'm just tired of watching Robbie's quarterback with Josh Allen have half his points every week. So, I'm I'm trying to I don't know. I'm well, speaking of
1: get... speaking of that, Robbie also has the least amount of points scored against him. So uh, that might have something to do with it, too.
2: <laughs> d- yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm sure y'all covered on so... the recap. So when, when your two starting wide receivers each get a point, it's not any help <laughs> at all. I'm not bitter. Suck. I'm not bitter. It's okay. I'm not bitter
1: yeah. about it. And then you also had another pickup, the Packers defense, $5. Next bid, zero because Jeff has no money.
2: Oh, (laughs) Broke
0: Jeff. (laughs) What did we say the over-under on that was, Dom, two and a half?
1: Um, Yes, it was two and a half. And this week, he had two that he could not bid on because he's broke. (laughs) He went for the Packers defense, and he also went for Trevor Lawrence, which is an interesting development because Andrew, (laughs) he he picked him up for, I think it was $13. That's a good number in this league. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then he dropped him. And then he picked him up for one dollar and won because Jeff is broke. <laughs> broke, Jeff. <laughs> oh, this league is amazing. I love it. So the, the it really highlights, highlights of the the ad drops this week. Matt went twenty more dollars unopposed, almost made it thirty five. Uh Driscoll he dropped Mike Boone, which he paid seven dollars for last week and didn't start, so good for you. And also Everett, Gerald Everett, paid a dollar, dropped him immediately. Um, and then Andrew again questionable drops. He had Algier pay twenty three bucks. Didn't even start him. Dropped him two days later.
0: Mm, that's just that's just poor management.
1: It really
2: is. Um, no Jeff's,
1: Jeff's total for lost bids because he's broke is at four.
2: <laughs> I may have to make Jeff a trade and offer him some fab, <laughs> dude. So speaking of trade, Jo, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought it up.
1: You got a I uh, lot of trade bait. Uh, I think so I think we're at that time so you know you had texted me after I put out that a certain player was on the trade block
2: well I also texted you don't forget we texted a little bit about it the previous week and you're like let's hold on and then nothing ever happened and then I messaged you today again
1: correct so let's let's revisit so before I mean is that even who you're interested in are you are you trying to get Jalen Hurts off me
2: I mean, yeah, he's my—you know—I'm uh, a—I try to—I try to stay away from my heart when it comes to fantasy, but he's just one good-looking son of a bitch, and I just love him so much. He really and is, and yeah, you're talking yeah, about that, that heart, okay? Mm. Yeah, which that heart did you think it was? Well, you know, I thought that you were
0: just, oh, he's on the Eagles, and I like the Eagles, but you—you you like him because of who he is.
2: It's—it's it's all of it. I—I I don't lust. think, I don't think I've—I don't think I've ever. Liked a player this quickly, and you can ask anybody who's around. Me regularly. I had my doubts, and he has just 180'd me. Uh, and yeah, I want him on my fantasy team because I'm tired of looking at her cousin's face. <laughs> All right,
1: so what, what are you thinking? What What do you think you want to give me for Jalen? What's your What's your initial offer? Let's hear it.
2: Ugh, oh, it's tough. Uh, I gotta look. I'm pulling up your team. Because your initial your offer.
1: While you're looking, your initial offer was Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Alvin Kamara for Jalen Hurts and Tyler Lockett.
2: That was the initial. I do remember that. I don't. Does that
1: know. does that still pique your interest, or are you looking for something different?
2: Slightly. I just I hate trading running backs because they don't come often, or else I'm gonna end up like Matt, blowing hmm. twenty dollars on a on a potential backup. Well, you don't have hello to running 20. backs.
0: I got hello, running backs, Jay. Remember remember Miles Sanders? You said he was
1: terrible? Well, guess what? He's actually really good. Dude, go for the eagle quarterback-running back combo. Let's get a three-way trade.
0: Oh, let me get on three-way call with y'all. <laughs>
1: I also have
2: uh, Dallas Goddard, so just I'll just oh, might as well just trot dude. out the eagles. Oh, hey. but I don't
0: like to listen to my heart in fantasy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh... So you're telling me you knew you were coming on the pod. You knew we were going to talk about trades, and you're just now looking at my team. Is that what Come is on, that what man. I'm hearing here? No,
2: I, I've I've been thinking about it all day because I don't know I don't know what to do. Um, no, this is probably shouldn't have guests. I yeah, told you before we, the show. How we agree to this?
0: Let's talk off air. Let's talk off. Yeah, air. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Sidebar. 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 <laughs> um, I don't think I would want Lockett. I'd still be okay with my side. it's just been very up and down.
0: Well Jay, what are you looking for? Off? Are you looking for a 13 plus point guy? Because
2: those are like fucking gold in fantasy. No. Mm-hmm. No. I mean I'd be Who's off limits on your team, Dom? Other Nobody. than
1: Travis Kelsey. Everyone everything has a price, Jay. Rule That's one of business school that I didn't go to. <laughs> <laughs> the school of hard knocks. Mm. You wanna I mean There's not many options George Pickens Curtis Samuel There's not that many Bench spots either So
2: There's really not
1: Just literally just Close your eyes and point
2: What are you thinking? (laughs) Have you I mean I need I need a little Back and forth here You fuck (laughs) I need a little I need a little Back and forth here I'm trying to fill you out You know I'm trying to see Yeah I mean
1: I, I threw out an offer And did you Are you officially saying No to that offer?
2: I would rather trade one of the other receivers other than Amon ra St. Brown.
1: Okay, we can do that. We can do that. Um, let's go.
2: I mean, I've got so, Sutton. So, I mean, same
1: combo? Do you do You just don't want Lockett? Uh, you Claypool? Kamara like yep. and, I mean, Kamara and Sutton. I kind of like that too.
2: Kamara and Sutton for – hold on, i pulling your team back up. I was looking at mine. For Jalen and – <laughs> I'm honestly willing to take a little bit of an L this week. Would, would either of your two current running backs move?
1: I mean, I'm trading so I can get running backs. I only have one. <laughs> That's Which, which <laughs> one do you want?
2: That's fair. I was looking at Darrell. Take him. Whoa! Yeah? Take him! Hmm.
1: If you take so Darrell, Jim- which is one of my two running backs, then I'm going to have to get... Uh, Amon Ra.
2: You know what? I I wouldn't mind the original. Looking at looking at Lockett's <laughs> spread, I wouldn't mind the original. He had one down week. Geno Smith's playing out of his mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, they just had a bad week. Nobody scored points in that game. He didn't
2: play well. Yeah, that, that game was terrible. That game yeah. was terrible to watch. It was so a defensive I th-
1: matchup. From what I hear, I don't think we're going to f- officially shake hands and agree, so let's just put out some offers and then... We'll move on to the next portion of the show.
2: No, let's let's agree right now.
1: <laughs> okay,
2: well then, make up your mind. <laughs> let's do Jalen Lockett for uh, Kamara Sutton. I love Alvin Kamara, but I just I I, I want to get a I want to get a set it and forget it quarterback and never have to worry about it again.
1: So then is so Amon Raw's off?
2: You really want Amon Ra, huh? Well, yeah.
1: You you said him in the beginning. I was like, ooh, kind of piques my interest. You know he's a good-looking guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, killing God. me here, Dom. You're really pulling on my heartstrings here. I'll send out some offers. I don't want to hold up the show. There we go. So I'll send what you out some offers. the
0: last 15 minutes, man? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dom's really tugging on my heartstrings with Jalen here. I can sense it. I am.
0: Okay, well, I think we should move on to previews, then.
1: Yes, we'll cut out a lot of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. um, Editor's okay. going to hate me. Okay, so yeah, um, I will. Uh, J.O. is going <laughs> to stick around for the for the previews this week. Um, so, as always, we go in the order of who's in first place all the way down to 12th. So, this week, Dominic, we have... A marquee matchup for the ages: Number one versus number two. We got oh, number one baby. Rob at the Good Boys versus number two Isaac and Huge. Jew. Huge, gonna um, be a good game. But every time how, we say that, they suck. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so we got Robbie coming in on the ultimate win streak—six straight wins—and uh, we got Isaac coming in on a what is it—a four-game win streak. Um, this is really a clash between a rock and a hard place. How do we see it going this week?
1: Um, I originally was I've been back and forth because it's like, do you do you ride the wave? Do you go with uh, Isaac, who's who's hungry for that number one spot again? Um, but then you look at the teams. You know, he's got Lamar, who's been back and forth. Who who knows? But there's been an injury report that came out. And Mark Andrews and Lamar, they're both kind of, you know, banged up a little bit for practice. Both questionable. Um, I don't think that's going to matter. I think they're both still going to play. But I think Robbie's going to pick up some random-ass quarterback. And, of course, he's going to get a million points because Robbie's lucky this year. And I think Robbie's going to win. I'm calling Robbie on this one.
0: You think Rob's going to win? Um, I'm picking Isaac for actually that exact reason. Um, J- J.O. mentioned it uh, a few minutes ago. He's tired of Rob winning with Josh Allen, getting half of his points. Well, um, he's on by this week, as well as another huge point getter for him, the Buffalo defense, also mm. on by. So with those two things said, um, I'm picking Isaac in this one, and I know Robbie has... Got uh, DeAndre Hopkins coming back, and he's got his boy uh, Cody Bellinger uh, coming in. But, but um, <laughs> that's yeah, good point. I think I think
2: Isaac's gonna absolutely
0: smoke him this week.
1: All I'm good sorry. points. What What do you think, Jo? What, what's your pick for this this week?
2: I got a ride with Nate. Uh, I think Isaac just simply due to the fact that Rob doesn't have Josh Allen is gonna pull it out. Um, okay. Rob just picked up Deshaun Watson. Ugh, gross, right? Depending <laughs> on what side of the fence you are on that whole discussion. Uh, but uh, he can't start him because the man suspended. So Rob still doesn't have a quarterback going until into week 11 Thursday. So, um, yeah, I'm picking Isaac. All I hope right. Isaac wins. I hate watching Robbie win.
1: <laughs> so we, we have Philip. Unfortunately, we won't be able to hear him say it. But, Philip, do you have a pick? Who do you think, Isaac or Robbie? All right, he said he's going with at the good boys because go Mav. So we got we got Phil's pick as Robbie. I love it. Um, so next pick we got the number 11, Clint versus the number four. Something – no, hold on, hold on. I wrote these down wrong. Don't worry about the ranks. We oh, got Clint, something clever, and Jeff, a.k.a. Jeff, pay to win. Um, I'm thinking um, because, you know – Clint's been on a a, a teeter-totter kind of streak lately. Good, bad, good, bad. Who knows?
0: No, they've all been bad. Oh, yeah,
1: it's true. Jonathan Taylor's coming back, but I don't think he's actually going to play. Um, I think it's just a clear-cut pay-to-win Jeff has taken this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, you talked about uh, Clint's team. Jonathan Taylor... Maybe coming back this week, but we all know unless he's playing against me, he does terribly. So That's true. yeah, not not expecting much out of Jonathan Taylor this week. Um, I don't know if Mike Evans is going to have two bad weeks in a row, but I don't know if I'm just really sold on him this year. I'm not really sold on Tom Brady. I don't know, man. I'm just there's there's a lot of doubt on that side of the fence um, on Clint's team, and mm-hmm. having just played Jeff um i know that we've mentioned already we like to talk shit on him and i know he beat <laughs> me last week but i think broke jeff's gonna take it this week Jo,
2: what do you think nate, nate and i are are in sync here i think or i think i think we're all in sync because now i picked it too so uh jeff's gonna i think jeff wins clint's team's streaky uh he's Got Jonathan Taylor questionable. Jonathan Taylor actually going to play Tennessee, which is who he played last time when he got Mm -hmm. hurt and only got two points. So I think that defense bottles him up Mm -hmm. um, if he even plays. And then honestly, looking at Jeff's roster, it's a sneaky, sneaky good roster. Nobody jumps out of the page. He jumped off uh, Javante Williams to Dom, sorry, Dom, at the right time. And he's got a great roster that's kind of got no holes. Very true. Yeah, I kind of have true. to agree
0: with you there, J.O. I mean, like I said, I did just play him this week, but now that you say that, like his team is I don't think they're capable of like
2: scoring less than a hundred points. Like they're if they're Joe these guys Burrow that are gonna get stays in. if Joe Burrow stays he doesn't even have to put up the f- almost forty points he put up, but if he stays consistent, his team will just get right into playoffs and it'll be a matchup nightmare.
1: Very true. Yeah, he's. the – I think this is the first time I've bet. Holy shit, he's Jeff projected
2: 120 points this week. Yeah, Yeah.
1: so that'll be that'll be interesting. Uh, Philip, do you have a a quick quick guess? What do you think? He's he's going with Jeff. The uh, the five losing streak on on Clint is pretty loud, is what what he said. Even though he won last week, so really he's W. Oh won. man, so I really messed up the spreadsheet. Come then. on, Dominic, <laughs> can you take better Oops, notes, please? Oops um all right so next matchup me versus driscoll um don't feel any pressure to vote against me Jo, because i know you're so nice and you're just gonna make me feel good but i'm not voting against myself i'm beating driscoll suck it
0: yeah how how many times have we talked about uh we don't pick against ourselves (laughs) it's just bad juju that's um we don't do that here on the pod um Dominic, you're only projected 94 points, but you are missing a running back spot. Mm -hmm. So, um, with that knowledge in mind, I'm picking also Dump Thickman. Um, (laughs) I just – I'd like to see Driscoll lose because I beat him, and that just makes me happy when other people get the same joy. So, yeah, I'm picking Dump Thickman. Dom, I
2: love you, and I'm hoping you'll find a running back to fill in there. uh, And I will – I will. I will pick you, Whoa. just in good faith. That I'm hoping. I just. I, I. don't want to see Driscoll's team do well. I hope. I hope Dak comes back too early, and maybe Aiden Hutchinson hits his thumb, and he has to come out. That is uh, a shock. My team is terrible. Watching the Cowboys <laughs> lose, but then that will tear his team apart. And you so want his new.
0: players, Jay? But
2: but I I appreciate
1: that, Philip. What do you think? <laughs> he doesn't want to be the only person betting against me so all right that means i'm losing we're all gonna go 0 for 4 it's gonna be great all right next matchup what do we got nate
0: next one up um we got number six matt gritty gritty gangbang versus uh number seven the costanzas max colangelo um we've talked a lot of shit on max yeah on, on this number podcast six.
1: again i messed it up but yeah, okay. I know. Just don't. I don't can't do trust the, the spreadsheet. At don't all. do the ranks. It's my fault. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> well,
0: y'all heard it here first.
1: Um, yeah. so
0: <laughs> Looking at sleeper, since I can actually trust that, um, th- this this game isn't looking like there's going to be a whole lot of points scored. Um, Matt still needs to put in a defense, but the projection uh, for Matt is 79- 79. <laughs> Oh, they're on bye. Well, I was just looking at where... And it's a kicker
2: and a flex. So I'm just going to throw that so, out there. So
0: with those three positions needed <sighs> Yeah, they're to on finish, buy. Uh, Matt's still projected 79 points, and Max is projected 92 points. Um, Max made it pretty well known that um, he's like oh, or he's 2-0 against us, and he thinks he's better than us and whatnot. So you know what, Max? I'm picking you this week. I am, I'm putting all my chips on you. Uh, hopefully don't drop them and don't lose them at the uh, checkout counter, okay? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm picking Max.
1: I originally had Max, but I don't like Max right now. He's a bitch.
2: <gasps> he... As... <laughs> Yes. Is it? Does it have anything to do with the uh, picture that was uh, sent in the Discord no, today? No, I'm not. Just a, a little biased,
1: bit. Just a uh, little better. bit. Okay, I'm just. I think Matt has such a good team. He has a. An, he has an injured DeAndre Swift in there. Uh, he he just paid like a lot of money for this running back, so it means he's gonna do good. Obviously, if he um, starts him, hashtag yeah. pot pressure. And then you know, a great pickup with the Miami defense. There, I think they're just so good. They've done really well for me in the past. Um, so I think, I think Matt's going to win. Max, you're going to lose. I'm going to be the only one that chooses Max. I mean, Matt, and I hope I, I hope I win.
2: Jail? I uh, honestly, I, if Matt, if Matt fills out his roster, which I know he will before the games kick off, it should project him over a hundred points to beat Max, but I absolutely love the pictures that get sent in the Discord when Max wins, <laughs> that I just want another one because it just makes me laugh so oh damn much. I had the one from this week open on my Discord on my phone, <laughs> and I didn't close out of it. And And when I went back to Discord, it was oh the first no. thing that popped up on my phone, <laughs> and it just had me rolling at work. So I really want another one. Just because they're hilarious, like, the creativity that he goes through for that is amazing. So I'm picking Max. Uh, You know what? I I love me a Colangelo brother and uh, and I noticed uh, you I love you Max a and Colangelo I want him to win just so he can put Matt's Max face on
1: something. No, no Joe, I get it. Okay, no, 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 no. no. Let's move on. I'm offended by that too. I, all we're the Colangelo brothers. Brothers. No, no, no. Fuck no, no, yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, I you on oh. as a as a beloved guest and you just okay, shit yeah. all over me. I love the Colangelos. Okay, I love I love the whole crew. Fuck that guy. Are you kidding me? Can you like can we like mute him? Is that, is that possible? Okay, okay. Let's get off sidebar. Okay. Uh, Philip, what what you got? <laughs> Quoting Philip here, I'm taking Matt. I think Max is a bitch too. <laughs> That's my bully right there. <laughs> All right, so we got we got the Fantaseman versus something clever or we got Nate versus Ricky. J.O., how about you go first this time? Let's let's hear your, your thoughts.
2: Nate, I'm not going to lie. I have wanted your uh, exit tour to – I wanted that tour bus to just go down in flames. Mm -hmm. Um, But Ricky – or, yeah, Ricky, right? That's who you're playing. Um, Ricky tends to not set his lineup. (laughs) He said it this week. Just from last year. I still hate that he got into the playoffs after not setting his lineup for multiple weeks. So I'm picking Nate. I think Geno Smith's going to frag again because it's – I don't know, it's a weird NFL year. Um, and I think I think Nate will get a little bit of a turnaround and uh maybe uh maybe make a push uh, to uh pass the Clint in our standings in our central division. So I'm picking you, Nate. Ooh. Well, All thank right. you.
0: And, you know, you you say that you've wanted my um, retirement tour to get derailed and burst into flames. Well, you're getting your wish, pal, because <laughs> I'm one in five, if you haven't noticed. I've noticed.
2: It hasn't looked good. And
0: uh, I I hate to be this guy, right? But my team really isn't that bad. It really like, isn't. Like, my quarterback sucks. And he that person, that position usually scores the most points. But it's like... My team really isn't that bad. I'm just running into fucking really good teams every week, I guess. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I'm also picking myself. No doubt. Um, Having Keenan
2: Allen out for so long also hasn't helped you either, right? Yeah, and that's... Traditionally a a 15-point-a-week
0: guy. Let me tell you another reason why that's fucked up. Because every week, he's questionable. And so I can't throw him in my IR spot. And it's really fucking frustrating because every week they're like, well, we don't know about Keenan Allen. And then on Friday, they're like, oh, yeah, he's out. It's like, dude, if he's out, just put him out for a while, okay? It's okay. He's kind of old. It's a soft muscle, you know, tissue injury. If he needs to be out for a while, just let me know. I can make adjustments. But don't don't play this game with me where we're like oh I don't know maybe and then it, next week he's like oh yeah no way no
2: way uh, he's uh, questionable again like come on I will you know. say that the beauty of our league though is that as soon as he's ruled out you don't have to go through another waiver claim you can immediately move him out and start picking people up so some leagues will lock players all week long where you still have to put in claims so oh, that would suck yeah you do have that benefit of. Place him in IR as soon as he's out. Go pick somebody up so you're not, you know, still, hoping you outbid Matt and his $30. Still frustrating.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then the, the problem with that, though, is if I like the guy that I picked up, now i got to drop somebody else before I can pick somebody else up again because they take him out, and then he's questionable, and if I want to pick somebody up or swap out a defense or something, I can't until I move him out of the IR spot. It's It's that, tough. That's you know, fair.
1: You know what else is tough? Um, reading Ricky's name because his name and sleeper is Robbie likes men. So like every time you read it, which I think happened to you, you, th- you read it and you're like, oh, it's Robbie, but no, it's, it's Ricky. And also you, you mentioned the playoffs last year. Um, I am so mad about that because he beat me first round of the playoffs and then he's in the semifinals and he doesn't set his lineup against you. And then I scored enough points; I would have beat you if I was in that game. He
2: just didn't set his lineup in the playoffs, and he lost. Mm. He scored like eighty points. Absolutely unacceptable. I wish you would have beaten me in the play. I I wish I wish we could go back and redo that because maybe you would have beaten Clint, and you'd have (laughs) your name on the trophy.
1: That would have been wild, but um, you know, because of that, and because you know, I just think Nate's his like he said his name. His team is too good. To be one and five. He has the most points scored against him. I think that changes this week. I'm going with Nate as my pick. Philip, who you got?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he, he, said, he said, who the fuck is Ricky? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, we all got Nate this week. Oh my
2: god. Alright,
1: f- final matchup. Uh, the
2: homie on the pod. J-O is playing <sighs> Andrew, the New York Jets. I need this matchup so bad. I, I'm going to pick myself because this team sucks. I'm going to jump the gun there. Um, and I, I just, I need this. I, I have such a bad taste in my mouth after losing to Robbie. It's I, There's nobody I hate losing more to than Robbie. I told Jeff this week at home, I was like, if Robbie wins this league, I might quit fantasy <laughs> football altogether. Sore um, loser. But so I just, I him. need this bounce back week. Whoa. You said you're going to quit. If he wins the league. Oh, He's gotcha. never won the league. Okay.
1: True. Come on, Dom. Dom wants me out of here everybody. so bad. Yeah, Jesus. J.O., and I had you winning first, but after that little spew, whatever you want to call it, I'm picking Andrew. I think Andrew's going
0: to win this week. It's true. I'm looking at the spreadsheet. We both had J.O., and now it says Andrew. It says it right on my screen. <laughs> I changed it live. Can
2: you trust that spreadsheet, too? Or?
1: <laughs> you're, you're toast. You're losing. You're talking too much shit. Oh. I'm so, sorry, Jo. Did you want me to adjust the spreadsheet? <laughs> give me, give
0: me one second. Um, what does that say, Dominic?
1: Oh, well, that says Andrew.
0: Oh, yep. Looks like I'm picking Andrew this week. All right, we're three one. What do you think about and, that, Jo?
2: Three and one against Jo. <laughs> Has so. a room ever turned so fast on somebody before? <laughs> hey,
1: man, you have a knack for it. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I dig my own holes. Yep.
1: Ah, oh, that's that's and great. So. That it's on the pod. I'm, I'm, in, I'm very interested to see how the guest pick goes. Um, I think – we actually didn't even explain it. So, um, J.O. went through the dicks with picks this week. I think our, our new kind of method is whatever guest comes on, we're going to have them uh, guess. And we're going to keep a running total of those guest picks. So, that way Nathan has one, I have one, and then the guests together all have one. So, there's no, like, J.O. category or whoever's next. Everyone as a guest is going to have their own record. It's going to be pretty fun to see uh, how we are. And then Philip, producer Phil, he's going to have his own column too. It's going to be good.
2: Yeah. So it's a collective guest against the host, and then against Philip. Correct. Yes. But y'all two get your own, right? Dom gets his own, and he gets his own. Or y'all y'all can't be collective, can it? That is
1: correct. So Nathan, right now he is nine and fifteen. Um, I am eleven. I'm eleven and thirteen. And then we'll see how y'all do because we actually didn't even – we kind of went through it as we did the recaps saying who won what. Um, Nathan and I were both two and four this week for week six on on choices. Um, We both lost and we both chose ourselves. So
0: I was going to say the problem is is we keep picking ourselves.
1: Yeah, and we just uh, (laughs) – we're both both one and five. Uh, Andrew, we're we're just kind of like chilling at the bottom. Andrew gets it. He's cool, you know. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, we both keep picking Andrew because we want to see him win so bad Yeah,
1: I mean, Nathan had that parlay a couple weeks ago with um, Andrew winning and under 100 points, which I love that bet But unfortunately, he I mean, he didn't get 100 points, he got over 100 points, but he, but he lost what,
2: what were those odds? Andrew winning alone has got to be like plus 3,000, right? Hey,
1: hey we're an anti-Andrew slander podcast here
2: Come
0: on, J.O.
1: You I bet. think we know who the
2: next guest has to be <laughs>
1: Hey, that could work. Andrew, are you up for it? Let us know. I would love um, that. So, our next, actually, I wonder if Max actually inputted that picture. Um, all right. Well, I guess there's no Max, Max, Everybody make fun of him. Week. Everybody make fun of him for being God, a bitch. Just trash him. Just tell him to go back to black.com. Yeah. <laughs> just look at that stuff for a while. <laughs> I thought he had a picture. He's, I thought he sent one to me. Whatever. What a nerd. All right, do you have any uh, trivia questions, Nate? No, not for
0: J.O. this week.
1: All right, I have some for you. I'm just going to come up with some on the spot. Ooh. What do you want to give me for Jalen Hurts? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to kind of go with the same same kind of uh, theme that Nathan did for me on the first week. I'm going to go through your team and ask you some questions, okay? All right. So... Let's go with Saquon Barkley. How tall is Saquon Barkley?
2: Ooh. I believe he's five eleven. And I'm not looking at my phone, by the way. I got the phone other side of the desk. Five eleven. My final answer. You are incorrect. Oh Ew. idiot.
1: He's six Five foot. ten? Six, six, six foot, foot, foot even.
2: Yeah. Wow. Dummy. What are you doing? Jeez. I knew somebody that handsome had to be over six feet tall or at least six feet tall. <laughs> Okay,
0: Jo. Here's here's your next question. This one's about the Eagles. Oh. Um. Andy Reid. He coached the Eagles, right? Yeah. Okay. He did. I, I think we all know that. Um, what years did he coach the Eagles? What What was his his start year and his last year
2: for the Ooh. This will be a tough one because he was already coaching when I moved to America. I believe he started coaching in 2000, and he was fired in 2013. Finally, I said 2000
0: to 2013. So close, Jay! Oh. You
2: you you got the the span of years correct. It
0: says here uh, 1999 to 2012. Oh, honestly, that's a
2: really good, really good guess. I got to give it to you. On that one. 99. I was still in Brazil at the time. The real South.
1: <laughs> All right, JL. I got one for you. So, Russell Wilson, your new quarterback, Mr. let That's right. He is currently married to Sierra. Mm-hmm. I have, I found a post from September 25th. And it's Ooh, it's, wait, her, yeah? it's her on the this year it's her on the field okay. and she's doing a little dance hashtag let's ride Broncos country <laughs> how many how many likes does this Ooh. post have This is on her Instagram account. This Is on her Instagram account. I'm going to give you an over under of seventy two thousand. Mm. Is it over Ooh. or under that many likes? Sierra, Shh.
2: Sierra, very. Very well known.
1: <laughs>
2: Very well known. Uh, uh, and I'll give you. I'll give you. Some stats.
1: I'll give you some stats on Sierra. She's Very got. F- f- she's got four thousand three hundred twenty-seven posts. She has thirty-two point wow. nine million followers. Ooh. Jesus. Yes, yes,
2: yes. She's following you said over under. Over over under, under seventy-two thousand. Oh, man, I got to take the over. I mean, if she's got over? that many followers. Yeah, I got to take the over. So, you are currently 0 and 3. Oh, oh, my God. She's got all her fans plus all of I know. 12 she Nation. And all of Broncos
0: country. And she's, all of
1: Bro-
2: Broncos country.
1: She's got and some, she, uh, she has some uh, followers, apparently. It, she's uh, at 64,947
2: likes. Jeez. Wow. Right? That was a well-set yeah. over-under. You, you,
1: you got, you, the, uh, you got the, the coaching question wrong? Yeah, I'm okay. 0-3. I totally spaced yeah. out while I was trying to find that question. <laughs> all right, no, yeah, well, I'm hey, um You have something in common with every guest and that we're all 0-3 on trivia.
2: Oh, there we go.
1: Yeah, nobody has gotten one question right. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> These trivia questions are hard.
1: I know. Rob got them
2: all wrong. Did you, did you happen to listen to those questions? I did not. I need to go back and listen. I think I'm like two episodes behind. I'll be honest. Hey, I gotta. Let me, I gotta... Let me
1: ask you this question because Rob had a Rob had a tough time answering it. So, okay. Josh Allen had a 98 yard touchdown pass from Gabe from Ga- to Gabe Davis uh, uh-huh. two weeks ago. It ties for the longest touchdown pass in Bill's history. Who threw it and who did he throw it to?
2: The one that it's tied to. Yeah. Who threw it? I want to say it would have to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. And why do you say thrower? that? The thrower. Show your work. <laughs> <That's a big laughs> uh, I can't name many other Bills quarterbacks that would have done well <laughs> on Fair. those teams because they've been historically bad. Although I County. could be way off, and it could be like a Jim Kelly or something like that. But I'm going to stick with Ryan Fitzpatrick, okay. and he threw it to. Yeah, I don't. Oof, I don't think I could name a Bills wide receiver before four years ago. <laughs> if I had a gun to my head, was it maybe? I know Robert Woods played there. Uh, let's let's go with that. Ryan Fitzpatrick to Robert Woods. You got half of it right. So was it Fitzpatrick? You threw it to T.O. Terrell Owens. Oh my goodness, I <laughs> I forgot T.O.
1: play there. Wow, dude, I think everyone did. Like. I, I'm that was sure back that was end Rick of Dungeon Tio's career, right? Here. Yeah, it was it was a weird, a weird moment where he was on the Bills. Okay. <laughs> Fitzpatrick's going wow. to touch on everybody in the league. So what year was that? Yeah, he really has. <laughs> I honestly have no idea. I'll have to look into it.
0: <laughs> okay, Tio. Okay. I'll I'll give you one more one more Eagles question for the road. Oh, here we go.
2: So do I get half credit for the last? No. You're no,
0: no. No,
2: you don't get t- any credit. So we got 2009. fact two
1: thousand nine. Wow. Thank you, Thank you producer Phil. All
0: right, let's hear your question, babe. <laughs> Okay, J.O., how many division championships did Chip Kelly win?
2: It would have been just one. Just one. The year with Mike Vick, it was just one. That's correct. Wrong! <laughs> okay. Yay! All right. You know what I say to the other guest? Get like me, one question right, baby. <laughs> Huge. You also did get one extra question.
1: So is it void? <laughs> oh, God dang it! <laughs> <laughs> it's just a feeling good
2: dumb's there to just pull the rug from under so me. So what is that?
0: Two, two
1: and a half out of five. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> one and a half. Don't give me that much
2: credit. Oh, one and a half. Goodness.
1: Well, Jo, thanks for joining. That was a good time. Um that's all we had for the um you know, football part of the podcast cuz we do have the off the wall where we just talk about random stuff.
0: I am actually going to have to hop off Ooh. of the pod. But Ew. if you guys, if you two would like to do off the wall, you are more than welcome. Uh, if Dom will have me,
2: I'll stick
1: around. Yeah, I have I have an interesting story, but if uh if Nathan wants to hop off, totally cool. So I, I went to a week uh, a wedding a couple weeks ago, and I had a very interesting flight on the way there. Um, just kind of blew my mind the whole time. Like, I had all these movies lined up and downloaded, and I didn't watch any of them because I was just too busy watching these people in front of me. So it's a completely packed flight. Like, Southwest tells you, hey, there's going to be a full flight uh, if there's a seat in the in the row, take it because there's not going to be any extras. So Bree and I are sitting there. We have our seat ready, and uh, everyone's like back and forth, like, "Oh, I, I skipped the seat. I skipped the seat. Whatever." And then we start taking off, and I look in front of me, and this lady, like her, she has it's one woman, her mom, and then that woman's two kids, right? So <laughs> the the mom. I mean the the woman she takes her kid and puts it in the other row with her mom and the other child. And then this woman lays down flat in these three seats. Like the whole time Wait. The, yeah the whole time everyone was freaking out about like oh I don't have a seat I don't have a seat. This woman was like leaning over with her kid and taking up a full seat. While this is a full flight. I don't know how they even fit everybody in here by saying it's a full. Was it
2: flight. A, So it was it was in front of you? Was it a two seater in front of you, or was it three? No, it was three. Um, it was like, three, and so she had the full that full three seater empty. No, it was it was other, her, and, her, was her, and her, her child.
1: But she was like leaning her her over, child. pretending to help her child. Oh, and then, um, and I'm not talking ill about anybody. She was a uh, a full figured woman, so I was thinking, okay. oh, she, she might have bought two seats. You know, like nothing crazy. It happens. Sure, no, she just she was sitting there, and because halfway through the flight, that that theory went out the window because. Two other girls came up and they're like, hey, we need these seats. So my question is, how the hell did they sit down if halfway through the flight they needed to borrow those seats? That is wild. And then saying, like, I'm pretty sure they had someone in the back. Like, they had them just sitting in the, the flight attendant's chair. Like, yeah. I don't know what happened. But um, <laughs> also, so now after those two girls sit down, they're, they're on the right side with the the grandma – and then on the side that we're on, there's the the woman and then her two kids. And this woman tells a flight attendant, oh, can we actually split two and two? Like she wanted to split up these two girls that they didn't know just so they could each have their own seat. And it's like, lady, what? get real. And like it was so interesting to watch because halfway through, I smell something really good, like really good food. This woman just pulls out like a Tupperware full of rice and fried chicken. <laughs> Dude, and they're like sharing it across the aisle, like just smacking the food. It was insane. Like (laughs) I was like just boggled the whole time. Like what is happening right now? And like that—that's wild, dude. And like there's there's so much more that I could say because like there was um the kids were like running up and down the aisles, and while like if they weren't doing that, they were in the seat, and uh, there were like literally these two girls that showed up later. These kids were leaned over like watching those two random girls iPad and like the two girls were nice enough to be like, Hey, this is mine. I want to (laughs) watch. Like they're just letting this, these two random girls like have their face shoved in their iPad during this flight. And then eventually like this one dude was standing up in front of me, like hitting on the grandma and like with a beer in his hand, it's like, yeah, my kids are up there in the in
2: the front side of the plane. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> oh my gosh! How long was this flight? It was like a two hour flight. There's just so much that happened.
1: I'm literally just sitting there just typing on my phone like the whole story. Like I have this huge thing <laughs> in my notes. just saving it. Yeah, dude. It was that's awesome. It was
2: bonkers. <laughs> that's wild. I did, see, I did see your post about the wedding, man. It looked like you had a good time. And I will say a sparkly cowboy hat looks amazing on you. Oh,
1: thank you, thank you. Yeah, they had uh, so the dance floor, um, they started off with My Girl, which is like – it's a slow song, but it's not really a slow song. And then yeah. from there, they just like off the gate were throwback hits on throwback hits. It was like there wasn't a moment on the dance floor where we're like, hmm, I can take a break. Like there's a lull. It was amazing. That's that's great. Yeah. I'm hoping to have that on mind. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a good time. What a like. Where, where's y'all's venue at? What do you got going on?
2: Uh, it's like it's east, like going east to Dallas, like outside of outside of Dallas towards Terrell. I don't I don't know how familiar I am with the greater Dallas area, but it's like it's probably like forty five minutes from our house. Okay, uh, maybe an hour from like Dallas, Dallas. So. Uh, it's a nice venue. I'm excited. We're like 44 days out. That's did wild. Did you get – this is weird to do it live on the pod, but <laughs> did you did you get the, the invite that got mailed out?
1: I actually do not. I didn't get anything in my mail.
2: I'm going to get that fixed okay. tomorrow.
1: Okay, good.
2: I know I know it's a long shot because you've got you to re- travel and all that. I'm going to retext
1: but- the address just in case.
2: Please do. Yeah. Please do, because I want you to at least have that, because uh, you're definitely invited. <laughs> My man.
1: It's definitely going yeah. to the fridge. Um, Hell yeah. So, did you have a bachelor
2: party? So, we got a... Uh, it's coming up. So, we oh, are... Heck, uh, yeah. nice. The groomsmen uh, are taking me to Houston on Thursday, November 3rd. Ooh. I think th- November 3rd is a Thursday, to watch the Eagles play the Texans.
1: Oh, that's really cool.
2: And then we're going to... I think we're going to... St- uh spent we're gonna spend Thursday and Friday night in Houston and then we'll come back like midday Saturday so we're all home before Sunday so we're not like getting home and immediately having to go to work Monday. So it'll be it'll be a good time. I'm excited. Uh the Eagles are doing a lot better than I expected. <laughs> yeah dude when we planned this so it's I'm I'm stoked. They they knew I wanted to um I had mentioned a couple of them that this year before I even ever proposed I wanted this year For me to go to an Eagles game in an away stadium, so I've been I've been to the Link in Philly Mm. uh, to watch the Eagles, and that was my first ever NFL game. And now I want to watch the Eagles play in every away stadium that I can, um, and try to knock that out. Kind of like a bucket list, you know. Like a lot of people do the MLB ballparks, but I want to, you know, I want to watch the Eagles play uh, Uh at all the stadiums. So I mentioned doing that, and then obviously proposed wedding. You know different expenses, and I was gonna go to—I still want to go to the Christmas Eve game here in Dallas uh, when they play because I haven't watched an NFL game in AT&T Stadium yet, even though I live here. <laughs> so uh, that's gonna be awesome. That's Jerry's world, right? Yeah, okay, cool. yeah, in Jerry's world. So I want to do that still, but they—I had talked to Jeff about just going to Houston on that Thursday, mm-hmm. and then they kind of put that together. As my bachelor weekend, and I'm stoked. It's going to be a lot of fun. That sounds like a great time. I love it. Yeah, it's perfect. I don't, I don't want to go to Vegas and get <laughs> trashed or none of that. That just sounds too much.
1: Yeah, Vegas is overrated for bachelor parties now. I think like everyone, probably. I love how it's like uh, Vegas isn't ready for us to like wait in line for.
2: Two hours and pay $40 per drink. (laughs) Trust me, Vegas. Vegas is ready for you. (laughs) Vegas is ready for your money at any time.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I went when I was 21 and – because my dad, he like – he would bring each kid because we had four total in the family and I was the last one. So if – whenever he was on like Max, he gave my sister the option – uh, to fly with us. But like basically my dad just paid for the birthday person. So, um, whenever we, whenever it was my birthday, um, pretty much everyone went, Tony was still, uh, in the Navy, unfortunately. But, um, we went and dude, I did not know what I was getting myself into. I think I lost like a thousand dollars that I didn't have. (laughs) I just, I was playing blackjack and I didn't know like Max and I, we were, we were those idiots that would go up to the thing and be like, Hey, can you like teach us? Like we'd find an empty table, be like, "Can you teach us how to play this?" <laughs> it was bad, like just basically throwing money out. And uh, yeah, but then that's whenever we learned what penny slots were. We went to like six different casinos and put in. I think the the most we ever put in was twenty bucks, and we just literally a penny bet, and it was actually a penny per bet. So like we were there for probably seven hours. And had Jeez. we'd give like a five dollar chip to the lady, and she kept coming back. And dude, we had way too much to drink. We left, went outside, and it was like the morning time. We're just like, oh, I thought it was two a.m.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would love. I've never been, never been to Vegas, so I would love to go. That sounds similar to when Robbie and I went to Shreveport. Obviously, nothing like Vegas, but we went for Clint and one of our other coworkers' birthday when we were still in NAC and. We like stayed all night when we walked out, it was daytime, and we we're like, Ooh. I guess we probably should drive back to Mac. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so that? I'd love to go to Vegas, dude. If if we could do a league draft in Vegas, that would be wild. Yeah, I did, I'd I be crazy talk
1: mess about it, but there's really nothing wrong with like a bachelor Party in Vegas because there are, it is really fun. I did, oh, yeah, like I had a very bad experience the first
2: time, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and luckily, I had my dad there, so like he knew where to go, which was kind of fun, but.
2: Right, yeah. So your dad's your dad's probably been a bunch with taking four of y'all. He's taking all four of y'all to Vegas.
1: Yeah. So he actually he used to go at least one time a year. So it was pretty funny the way he told me that. Um, Just with his buddies or by himself? Sometimes by himself. Sometimes with like his yeah work people. But like he told me because there was one time I was I was sleeping in. You know, it's like you know it's ten o'clock in the morning, and him and uh, my stepmom they come in. And uh, they're like, hey, you want to go get a pedicure? I was like, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I'll do that. That's fun. So we go, awesome. and my dad's getting a manicure. And I was like, a, what? A manicure? Father? You, I never know you get manicures. He goes, I only get them when I'm about to go to Vegas. And I was like, what? <laughs> he, goes, that's uh, awesome. he goes, I get them so my my fingers are clean on the tables when I play Hold'em.
2: <laughs> I was like, oh, hell Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And I don't know – have you met him in person yet? I don't think you have. I haven't, man. I haven't, honestly. The only person I know from your family is, uh, is, is Max. Yeah,
1: dude. Yeah. He uh, he has Italian sausages for fingers that are gigantic. So, like, it takes <laughs> well, a lot to clean them. And he works manual labor, so it's like they're always dirty.
2: <laughs> look, uh, I can imagine you and you and your brother Max are, are big boys in a good way. Like, y'all are just, y'all are just like, tall. Or chonky. Y'all just – yeah, dude. Like – I think when I first met you, I was like, holy shit, this motherfucker's <laughs> What are you, six four? Uh six three, I think. 6'3"? I was oh, like I can't remember. This motherfucker this motherfucker's big.
1: <laughs> I gotta go get my, my my checkup that I haven't done in a while. Then I'll then I'll tell you my
2: height. <laughs> All right. So I can imagine your dad just having some some meaty hands. Yeah, he uh his a very quick look into his
1: career. He was a, like a, a gopher at a mechanic shop, just like messing around when he was a kid. And then yeah. he worked in the bar business with my mom, my, his mom, like my grandparents, she had like bars. So he was like a bar back and ended up being a bartender. And then he went into ironworking and then he got strong from ironworking. And my uncle has like tree trunks for legs, like huge calves. And my and my grandma would always make fun of my dad because he had little ones. That's how he gave us little calves. And, uh, that's wild. Sorry, he gave me a Max Little Calves. Max is, yeah. So um, from there, he was upset about Gaga uh, making fun of him. So he worked out a bunch. And then he got really big. And then he started doing bodybuilding. So he's a bodybuilder for a while. And he was. You your know, uncle was? No, my dad. Your dad. Oh, okay. I thought you said your. Yeah. My okay. uncle, he was jealous of my uncle's legs, is what happened. So then he worked so then out. So he just did bodybuilding was like, for a while? He's doing like 15 sets of 15 with like. Four plates, four or five plates. Like he was a, a monster. Jesus. And then bodybuilding there, and then when he stopped wanting to bodybuild, he had, like had all this muscle. So then he started doing, um, like semi-professional wrestling, like the semi oh the, the semi-pro version of uh, WWE, basically. Yeah. Like he used to practice with Booker T. Oh my god! It was it was wild. And then like from there, he started his own sign company. Uh, he opened his own restaurants. Like he had all these things like crane working, working in plants. Like he's had the weirdest career and there's no like straight path for him. It's all completely zigzagged. but he learned a lot and he's like, he tells us something and it's so funny. Cause like he'll tell all of us kids some kind of thing, uh, like issue that we're having. He's like, do this. This is what you should do. Yeah. Here are your options. Here's what I would do. Go make your own choice. And then, before we'd be like nah i think i know better you know i'll 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 choose this and then he goes and then like it's always the wrong option and then we just go back to him and he's just like told you (laughs) like he's like i i learned everything the hard way so you don't have to but we are
2: usual right yeah dude it's like it's annoying how right he is you know that's that's i think i feel like that's i feel like that's parenting in a nutshell like you go through all these things and I don't like to listen to my mom very much either, <laughs> just because I'm like, no, I know better. Like, yeah. you—you've never been my age in 2022. You don't know what that's like, you know. Yeah, but then it's, it's like, mom. Oh, you're probably—you know—you're probably right. Now that I'm looking at it, after having gone through some stuff, so I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to yeah. hard to want to listen.
1: I feel that you, for sure.
2: It's you're in you're in the you're in the uh, what, am I, what am I trying to say? You're in the stuff. Like stuff's happening to you. And you're like nobody else knows what I'm going through, but it's and like, oh yeah, we, yeah. When you're in the thick of it, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, J. It Sounds I think like that's your dads uh, live like many lives. Oh yeah,
1: it's kind of ridiculous, but uh, I think I think that's a good note to end on. Um, again, thanks for joining. I think it was a I think it was a pretty good pretty good segment that you you helped us kind of walk through. Gave us some good picks. Thanks. Let's hope that Thank that's you good. for like, having me. Absolutely, man. Um, I'll yeah. be back
2: anytime, even if it's just for off-the-wall chit-chat. Hell yeah, I
1: love it. Um, good luck Good luck against Andrew, even though I hope you lose.
2: <laughs> I picked you. It <laughs> yeah, is true. You can change your choice if you want. It's nope. still time. I'm sticking to my guns. All right, they're locked
1: in. <laughs> All right, well, season season one, episode five, week six, in the books – we will, you know, hopefully we get this edited and sent out on time. But who knows at this point?
2: <laughs> Heck yeah. Hey, are y'all, you can cut this out though. Are are y'all just on, maybe leave it in for everybody to know. Are y'all just on Spotify and on the other platform that y'all sent out? I think it's just Spotify. Pretty sure. Just Spotify? It, it uploads okay. straight to Spotify. Okay, because I'm going to, I'm going to, fiance finally set up her family Spotify. So I'm about to get a Spotify. Oh, there you go. Uh So I can listen uh, a little bit easier. Love it. Hell yeah. All right. Cool, man. Well,
1: we'll talk to you later, Joe. Peace out. Later.